Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish Hello and welcome to another episode of The Worst Writer in the World. And this time it's you, Howard. You've written a chapter of our exciting mole story, haven't you? That's correct, I have. What's it called? Revenge of the Living Dead Went the Wrong Way Humanoid Mole People, is that correct? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I've not got that written down anywhere, so probably. If you I say so... Right. I think it is, yeah. If you say so, I'm going to believe you. <laughs> yeah, you as, okay. the, as the head writer on it. <laughs> Script editor. <laughs> kind of am on it, because I made a lot of the decisions about what to cut from your mm. original story when I was editing it. I just gone, okay, that bit's gone. That character's not in it anymore. Mm. I script edited the crap out of your story. <laughs> Remember, if uh, you're not in the secret gang, then if you join, you can see those missing pages. And there's a lot from this one, right? Yeah. There's a whole load of stuff missing. Whether you can actually read them or not, that's another matter. <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> but if you're in the gang, we're always there to talk to. We're very easy to talk to. So if you want to go, what the fuck does that say? Mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll try and help. We'll try and help. <laughs> Although, as you can hear from the recording, <laughs> we're not always, uh, we've not always got that answer. So, Howard, I'm ready when you are. Oh, so just get on with it. Get down to it, unless you've got anything to say. Well, I've got lots to say, and I've got it all written down. And here it is. The plot so far. A load of dead moles... <laughs> got zombified and went on a washing machine eating frenzy. Yeah. Having eaten all the washing machines, they immediately began to dig to hell. Very weird. Seriously, <laughs> what was up with young Howard? He sounds insane, doesn't he? Or maybe he was on smack cocaine or or maybe his IQ is just really really low. Oh no, wait, no. That stuff is all from the brain of adult Rufus. <laughs> well, not to worry, the master is back. Oh, good. So things can get back to making Sensible, normal sense again. <laughs> that's, that's claiming a lot. You sure you can live up to that? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. This makes. This make. Yes. And just, yeah. <laughs> just occurred to me. This like if if we, I don't know if we do have any listeners who've only listened to this show, the worst writer in the world. Mm. But if there is, this would be the first time they've heard you read something. Speak. Right? You have spoken. No, but have I? Is that true? That because like I always read your stuff, and I read the end of um, Bus Story. Bus Story, because you wrote it. Yeah. Also, but uh, so is this the first time that Howard Long has read something on the worst writer in the world? I think it is. Well, well I'm not going to read this. Then. <laughs> anyway, here, you, you, you read it. It's <laughs> a momentous occasion. I think we're all pretty excited. Me and the listener is well excited, even though they're all listened to Greg Binchley as well and have heard you do this a million times. I don't mean to be mean to me or anything, <laughs> but I think it would probably actually be better if you did read this because uh, I'm going to have I'm going to have no no more luck reading it than you would if you'd never <laughs> ever seen it before. <laughs> Chapter 42. The repetitive and entirely unnecessary use of the word blurkanoid <laughs> in a wholly irrelevant chapter. <laughs> I like it so far. Yeah. I like it. Not only, I mean, that's funny, but also that I feel like 
Howard as a teenager wrote that <laughs> right like not not quite as young as you were when you wrote Moles but I feel like when we were doing like GCSEs or A-levels yeah. that is exactly I mean it's Smlugunk the alien came to earth and lots of scientists dissected him isn't yes. it there's just something about that that really I, I feel like I've gone back in time in a wonderful mm. way uh, to a to the to peak Howard, <laughs> which is gentlemen. a mountain we used to climb. <laughs> actually, something there, uh, off topic. Actually, there is a peak Howard. <laughs> yeah, I climb it every day. <laughs> uh, figuratively yeah. speaking, yeah, yeah. Every morning there's a peak Howard, <laughs> but then it, but then it doesn't. Uh, no, uh, yeah, and every time he has a shower, I have a little peak <laughs> at Howard. Uh, no, no. When we went home. For Christmas. Yes. And we drove past uh, the rocks. And? Right. You remember the, where we used to go up rocks? Yes, and, and drink cider and whatever. Yeah, I do remember that. And because it was and getting see dark... see aliens. Uh, yeah, and because it was getting dark, I, it suddenly occurred to me, how did we find our way up there in the pitch darkness? I, I don't remember that at all. It must have been so dark. Really dark. Really we, dark, drunk teenagers. Yeah, up, and because... terrifying cliff faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> and like, it wasn't. I thought, well, maybe we just went in summer, but we didn't, did we? Because we used to be freezing. We'd mm. take blankets and stuff because it was so cold up there. Because we didn't have a. There was nowhere to go for young teenagers or whatever to get drunk. Yeah, we weren't sixteen, so we couldn't get in the pub yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how that worked, yeah. wasn't it? When you were fifteen, yeah. you couldn't go to the pub. Yeah, so you had to go. Check your ID. Oh, you had to go and drink on a cliff. Come back in three months, kid. <laughs> go up the cliff. Yeah. Here's a bottle of cider for free. (laughs) Sandra Pupkiss was frankly too old to be reading comic books, especially ones about inanimate, alive, blurkanoid cow persons. She was 22 years old, for Christ's sake. Practically the age of retirement. And comics are clearly for kids. Stupid, stupid kids (laughs) reading the stupid picture books like tiny lobotomised monkeys. (laughs) Don't forget to check out the original cartoons of the Went the Wrong Way Moles on Facebook. (laughs) If I can find them. If you can find them, yeah. And also, I really like comics, so don't feel too attacked. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just a comedy attack at you. Just a comedy attack. I was going to be mean to you, and then I was going to go, oh, actually, I did loads of cartoons. (laughs) Actually, if you go to Facebook now, you can see all of the comic books I did draw when I was younger. (laughs) Yeah, you can, yeah. Comics are clearly for kids. <laughs> but read them she did. And she did do. <laughs> Although she didn't call it reading. She called it eye-to-brain picture absorption. <laughs> and by Lummy. She couldn't get enough of eye-to-brain picture absorbing comics about inanimate alive blurkanoid cow persons. She'd read them all. <laughs> From their first introduction in Brillo Dillo Detective Magazine 27, <laughs> through to The Milking Joke and Steer 100, right up to the latest edition, which she was reading now as she walked slowly home. So engrossed was she in her comic that she didn't notice the inanimate alive blurkanoid cow person invasion that was taking place around her, all around her, in her, home, <laughs> in her hometown of Splurgle. On the planet Blurkos. <laughs> the thing is, uh, not from the not from the text because I don't think I would be able to spot this, but from the expression on your face, I can tell that you didn't try too hard with those names. Hours, <laughs> mm, hours. I actually researched it and found a planet called Blurkos. <laughs> 
If you imagine inanimate alive blurkinoid cowpersons <laughs> as being massive uddery things that go moo with milk coming out. Did you just You could have <laughs> just take the original text and just change the Have we got the first three thousand words of the mole story just rewritten with some of the words like find and replace? No. <laughs> all new, it's all completely new. It's a coincidence if you've heard okay. anything like it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, if you imagine them being massive uddery things that go moo with milk coming out, you couldn't be more wrong. In fact, they look pretty much with like milk coming out. <laughs> like cows have milk coming out all the time. They do actually. It's uh, quite sad. That's tragic. It makes me not want to drink milk. Yeah. Don't watch the videos of the cows. In fact, they look pretty much like an average blurk. Hence the use of the word blurkanoid. <laughs> Really, the only difference is that they aren't blotchy pink like a blurk. They are the colour black and the colour white coloured. <laughs> also, they ship massive pats whensoever they please. It was into one of these massive pats that the blurk, Sandra Pupkiss, almost stepped now. She didn't do. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> so lazy. And also, you, you haven't quite captured... Again, you're, <laughs> no. you're deliberately trying to be like done with it, but you haven't quite captured the beauty of the original form. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a funny, it's funny because it's a reference to that, but, no. but there's something so pure about... <laughs> The wording of that that is unbeatable. Like when we're talking about it, you're coming up with all these other things that just aren't quite oh, the no, same no, no, because no. It's, it's unique. It's utterly unique. Mm. And it is a real, like I was thinking about it when I was listening to it afterwards. I was really thinking about like mm. the grammar of it and why it, what it, what really it is. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> all I want to say is just that it's Yeah, it's no, no, come on, give us a three-hour no, no, lecture no. on grammar. No, because I just said earlier that I do that too often, right? But, but no, no, it's no, just, no. When, like, if uh, if anyone who has kind of thought about it and wondered, it's it's so complex, really. It's it's really, like, subtle and fascinating. It's a wonderful, wonderful sentence, basically. So I'm subtle and fascinating. You are subtle and fascinating. No, I hear that a lot. It. I've always said that. that yeah, because yeah, I tell you every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. I'm, I've stopped. I've finished saying how good you are now. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> she didn't do. <laughs> yeah, it was into one of these massive pats that the blurk Sandra Popkiss almost stepped. Now she didn't do, and in hopping to avoid it, she also avoided being face eaten by an inanimate alive blurkanoid cow person <laughs> who missed her and face at someone else instead. <laughs> However. Having narrowly and quite obliviously avoided death by cow, she then stepped into the road and was immediately, and ironically maybe, <laughs> run over and killed by a surprise bus, like in 43% of all movies made since Final Destination. 43%, it's true, Google it. <laughs> also, because it's a surprise bus, did it, like on the front of the bus, did it have the word surprise above the front window? Yeah, yeah, because that's where it's going. So yeah. All those buses are going to a place called Surpri <laughs> Surprise in, um, in, in Alabama or something like that. Surprise Alabama, yeah. Surprise yeah, Alabama. yeah. We're, we're all Alabama, familiar with Surprise Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Relevant fact eight. <laughs> I was going to do that. Um, like, <laughs> In my chapter, I was going to put like the the in, yeah. like it is interesting to note that mm. structure. I hope you're going to do that. No, it's all full. It's all it is. Oh, <laughs> it's the really? whole thing. Uh, but the pro the reason I didn't is like, I couldn't think of a single interesting thing. Oh no, neither did I. Neither did I. All right, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Relevant fact eight: Death invented death, <laughs> buses, and the Final Destination movie franchise. Wow. But nobody is quite sure who invented percentages. <laughs> 
Death has a shrewd idea, though, yeah, yeah. but he's not saying that he thinks it was Mathy Man. He does. It was. It was Mathy Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a shrewd idea there as well. <laughs> Chapter 43. Creation of the inanimate alive wore the wrong hat cows. <laughs> I can't even create a whole new race. <laughs> yeah, just to write them out again. Three yeah. seconds, really. <laughs> a few days earlier, in outer space, in their tiny field that they believed was the entire universe, a bit like them old people, yeah. and R- Rapunzel thinking about it. <laughs> it's a theme, it's a how long theme. A bunch of Blurkinoid cowpersons were enjoying some sticking up E.T. green shoots <laughs> when Moolarina found a strange looking helmet. On the helmet were some mysterious symbols, which seemed to say in cowpersonese, Good times are coming, baby! It is interesting to note <laughs> that whilst cowpersons use the same alphabet as blurks from Blurkos, their languages are completely different. In point of fact, Good times are coming, baby! If translated from cowpersonese into blurkanese, reads thus, This is a blurk-made head boiler. Warning! Placing on head can, and definitely will, cause your head to boil off. (laughs) Wonderful. I wonder who invented that and why. (laughs) (laughs) Buoyed by the prospect of good times. (laughs) For our American listeners, yeah. And unaware of the prospect of death by boiling, immediately the cowpersons formed a scientific department and mass-produced the head boilers. When they had enough for every cow, they all put them on at the exact same time. It is interesting to note <laughs> that their heads boiled off. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how I wound up here, said Moolarina Spamhammer to Lestor <laughs> in the spacious, green, heaven-to-hell lift as oh, it descended. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking mint, that! I'll have that for me sequel, said Lestor, writing it down in his brain with the pen he kept in his head. Was that his voice? Yeah. <laughs> now they're about. You sure? Yeah. I don't remember ever doing that voice. Yeah, he was like, look at me fucking trousers, he was saying. <laughs> Your sequel? asked Moolarina. Yeah, it's called More Stupid Deaths by Fucking Idiots. Cumon! Cumon. Cumon. What does that mean? That means come on in Mancunian. Fortunately, fucking idiots in cowpersonese was a compliment. So Moolarina blushed happily. What's black and white and red all over? Moolarina is. (laughs) Do you want to drink? Said Lestor, pointing at his fridge. You can't expect me to drink a big square cupboard, said Moolarina. You must be a primitive, said Lestor. (laughs) This is a fridge, he explained. You keep milk and cheese in it. (laughs) Moolarina knew full well where milk and cheese was kept, and it wasn't in a fridge. Although, if you think about it, cows are nature's fridges. So, (laughs) what do you call it then? (laughs) Right, forget that. (laughs) That's a a quotation for this story. (laughs) Cows are nature's fridges, Howard Long. (laughs) Right, forget about that. We're almost in hell, uh, said Lestor suddenly. About that, said Moolarina, with concern in her tone. She'd missed out on being reanimated. Then her request to go to heaven had been rejected. But she still wasn't convinced she belonged in hell. She'd only done ten murders. (laughs) 
and a burglary. <laughs> burglary? <laughs> burglary. Burglary, yeah. Chillax, put your hooves up and smoke a big fat tub of yoga, said Lester reassuringly. Hell's wicked good, Professor. <laughs> In fact, these days it's better than heaven, like shed seven loads better. But how can it be? How can hell be better than heaven, said Moolerina. Simple, because of the grooviest, wokest guy in all of Afterlife Land, the mayor of Helltown himself. He made it better. And who is this amusing person? Said Moolerina. Fucking A. None other than my main man, Mayor Elandravin Bandan. Well, did we ever decide whether his name was Elandravin or Elandravin? No, it just, just kept changing. Uh, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> just kept changing. All right, so if you're listening and you're wondering, who are these two people, <laughs> Eladravin and Eladravin? That's Don't worry, it's the same person. Brothers, twin brothers. <laughs> Chapter 59. The sensational and rapid rise of the regularly dead mole person. <laughs> Eladravin Bandan had entered hell, but only two months earlier, with little more than 200 hell dollars and a medal for genocide to his name. <laughs> medal. The first thing he did was to use some of this money to buy a battery tester (laughs) and some other electrical stuff which he used to make his battery tester weird. (laughs) The second thing he did was hit the casinos. (laughs) And when I say hit, I don't mean like what Donald Trump does to his wife. Oh, God. I mean go to. Elandrovin Bandan goed to the casinos. (laughs) Ma, ma, what a weird-looking battery testo, said the roulette banker. I'll call it my know-where-the-ball-is-going-to-land next machine, said Alandrovin. $112 on Red 7, please, he said, and he put all his money on the table. One hour later, Alandrovin Bandan owned that table. Three hours later, he owned the casino it was in. And the roulette banker, probably. <laughs> After a month, he'd amassed such wealth that he used it to make everybody's deaths better with his makes-your-death-better machine. <laughs> and now everyone was really happy in hell, which was complicated because Satan had that no-laughing rule. Oh, yeah. yeah well, what, was the, what was the reason of that? It's like God thought that smiling was enough and Satan... Didn't like laughing because... Yeah, he just, he just didn't allow it for, because it's hell, I suppose. Okay. And then God was like... You Smiling's know, enough. Don't, don't overdo it, don't you? Okay. Well, I can tell you, when Elandrovin Bandan ran as mayor the following week on the single campaign promise to make laughing legal, it was the easiest race anyone had ever run. Well, so hell's a democracy. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's good, it's good. I'm not criticising it, I like it, I'm just surprised. that I, I never never thought of hell as being, like, Satan as being the democratically elected <laughs> leader of hell. You know? Well, he's, he's still the boss, he's not. Right. he's just the mayor of Helltown. There's probably okay, so other... It's more of a figurehead yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, when Elandrovin Bandan ran as mayor the following week on the single campaign promise to make laughing legal, it was the easiest race anyone had ever run. Except for that time, I bought a chicken drumstick, tied it to my ankle and won a three-legged race. (laughs) Speaking of races, the human race was rubbish. Since Jules Verne had drawn up the plans all the way back in 1864, the human race had singularly and spectacularly failed 
to drill to the centre of the earth. They usually only got 10 miles down before giving up, just because the temperature increases to about 5,000 degrees Celsius at the centre and the pressure increases to about 400 gigapascals. <laughs> Someone's been on Google. Fortunately, fortunately, the humanoid mole people had really sturdy shovels, so drilling was second nature to them, and only a few hours after they had begun their descent from the courtroom, the mole people, still chanting, drilling, drilling, <laughs> had emerged in hell. Cool. Good eye, fellas, said a lady riding a kangaroo with a surfboard under her arm and a boomerang in her hand. <laughs> um, poor Stanton, said Veltar Yog, looking around the beach at all the white people covered in sunblock under umbrellas. Are you sure this is hell? Hello? <clears throat> well, oh, basically, <laughs> it, it depends. How does it? What does it depend on? Oh, whether you're from round here or not. Hold on a great flaming glue, said the Australian woman. You're not indigenous white people. Then she raised her arm, pointed, opened her jaw and went, <laughs> Quickly, back underground, yelled Yog as the Australians attacked. And the living dead went the wrong way, mole people, dove back into the sand and drilled away again with their spades. Oh, I must have got the hypotenuse wrong, said poor Stanton, as they dug back towards the centre of the earth. Hypotenuse, hypotenuse, hypotenuse more like, said Veltoyog, doing a joke, ha ha ha. <laughs> so they just accidentally dug all the way through the earth and yeah. came out in Australia. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, but they missed hell. Yeah. But they thought it was hell because it's really hot and full of awful people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, full you got awful, it, you got it. Awful racists. Yes. <laughs> Can you get nothing right? Uh, I did get something all right. I've got a nice colourful bucket, said Edgera, holding up the child's sandcastle bucket he had pilfered. I'm going to pay on my head. <laughs> like, oh, what a fancy hat you've got, Edgera. Would you like to go on a date? Oh, yes, please. I would like that very much. But you promised to be a gentleman. I don't do bumming on first dates. Here, who am I kidding? Let's bum. Ezra, concentrate. We need to get to actual hell, not just a metaphorical one like Australia. <laughs> uh, Birmingham. Maybe, maybe, piped up Zeppa. Zeppa there? <laughs> yeah, he is now. I think so, yeah. Maybe, piped up Zeppa. Hell isn't at the centre of the earth. Didn't you notice there are all sorts of creatures from other planets in the afterlife reception? Maybe hell is in outer space. This is exactly the type of pessimistic thinking that stops you from rising through the rank, Zeppa. Now, if you don't have anything positive to say, shut up, or I'll have your head off, and I'll grow another ten inches. <laughs> Zeppa folded his arms and harumphed. <laughs> to be fair to Zeppa, he had a very valid point. However, it is interesting to note that it was also very wrong. True it was that Hell had indeed once been a distant star in a far-off galaxy, but after a particularly, after a particularly, after a particularly, particularly, particularly. but after a particularly, <laughs> but after a particularly, uh, after a particularly, <laughs> you keep getting it right, and then like, you get it right, you're like brilliant, and then you stop, and then do it again and get it wrong. It's weird. You go after a particularly, uh, yeah, that was great. Okay, after a particularly, <laughs> yeah, after a particularly, but after a particularly. <laughs> Pause. 
basically but it was much worse like you keep doing it well and then doing it poorly the second time which is don't stop when you do it well this next time you like your schedule is to do it well this time so just go, ride it don't okay, stop don't to ask if it's okay true it was that hell had indeed once been a distant star in a far off galaxy <laughs> a distant star was <laughs> a distant star very no, nice and dusty <laughs> true it was that hell had once indeed been a deed what he true it was that oh, have a little drink, have a little drink, have a little drink in my mouth. And he means water. If if you're wondering, listener, we have water at the moment. <clears throat> true it was that Hal had indeed once been a distant star in a far off galaxy, but after a particularly poor dice roll Keep going, keep going. After a particularly poor dice roll after a particularly poor dice roll, just a couple of millennia ago, Satan had been forced to sell the Hellstar to can only see one colour Steve. <laughs> and he'd moved premises. Well, it's fair to say, as Satan was deciding on the most miserable place in the universe to relocate his dominion of the damned, the looking around, it didn't take long for him to settle on Earth as a prime location. The Earth is so thoroughly depraved, evil and miserable that some people on dying and going to hell, never even notice they're dead. <laughs> this particular phenomena is known as Bruce Willising. <laughs> In the big computer room, upon a striped carpet, Satan and God and Death and the whole immortal family were sat in wood chairs playing their game. Death was doing very well because he never had to take a toilet break. And God, she was also doing better recently. Since she'd reimagined herself as a woman, her points were consistently higher than when she'd been an old man. <laughs> but let us concentrate on Satan. Satan wasn't doing so well. Only a few minutes ago, he'd gone down a really, really, really long snake. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. I think we talk about that. the idea that this like this huge celestial world affecting game is actually just snakes and ladders, and the the, the world's actually a really simple place. Oh. <laughs> Either you go up a ladder or down a snake, and then you snake. die. Yeah. <laughs> the end. The end. He got down a really, really, really long snake, and now he was embroiled in a very ill-conceived war with war itself. <laughs> Come on, my jellies! He urged. But as he waggled his joystick furiously, he accidentally flicked on the auto-fire button. <laughs> oh no, whoops-a-daisy, he said, as he launched a full-scale nuclear attack on Jelly World and destroyed his entire Jelly Monster army with friendly fire. Mm. Oh, my jellies! <laughs> oh, the jelly manatee! <laughs> Can I just explain yeah. to listeners who may not... <laughs> be keeping up um, it took me a while to learn this from ladybird manatee but when when howard uses his own invented suffix manatee <laughs> what he's doing is he's taking the word humanity and giving it another species like in this case uh, jelly manatee jelly manatee. For jelly jelly monsters and you may think oh that's foolish obviously manatee but that's exactly what they do with alcoholic um, when we say shopaholic, um. you're taking actually you're not just taking the, the the suffix, you're actually taking half the word alcohol as well, and it makes no sense. But we do it anyway, so you are uh, in fact correct. Are correctly making no sense like everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in a in a logical, consistent way with with how language works. So Score. jelly manatee, jelly manatee works. Score one to Howard. It's <laughs> <laughs> my first point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the game ever. In the game, you just went up a ladder. 
Sorry, pies. I'm about to do a bit of pie section. <clears throat> as a result, as a result, he watched the pie count at the top of his scanner plummet rapidly. He had lo- he'd lost a capillion pies. He couldn't afford to lose a capillion pies. That's a lot of pies. I know a capillion pies might not seem like a lot of pies to you in a never-ending game that you can't win where there are Google plexipillion pies won and lost every second, and you'd be right, it wasn't. Wait, what was my pie? I mean, what was my point? Now, I don't know. This is because when at one point when I'm reading about the game, I misread what you've written. You've, you've written like PTS. PTS, yeah. And I think it says pies. It did look like pies. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seem to remember like, my, my like argument when you're mocking me for being <laughs> <laughs> my. I think actually quite like good argument is that I'm always like, I never get points in real life, but I get pies all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's loads of pies, but no one actually has points, do they, yeah, for no, being right. good at life? <laughs> so uh, I'm glad you've um, you've decided to really properly canonise. Yeah, and um, that is why that. Greg Benchley is so bad at life on purpose, so he doesn't get any pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants minus pies. Yeah, he's actually the, he is the best detective mm. in the world, but he, he doesn't. He deliberately, yeah. in fact, to get things wrong all the time. Yeah, it's like taking a test and getting zero. You have to know all the answers to get no answers right. Yes, and so Greg and yeah, is brilliant. He is brilliant because he also manages to solve the case, doesn't he? So yeah. he's got to he's got to but do a like, lot of wrong stuff along the way in order yeah, to, but, and then kind of cause someone else to mm. fix it in the end, but never actually do it himself. Yeah, because mm. he can't win any pies. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Grant makes a lot of sense. He's a fucking genius. Uh, what was my pie? <laughs> I mean, what was my point? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, still smarting from this loss, Satan noticed the winking mole light on his scanner. He typed. Less than angle bracket moles greater than angle bracket slowly with two fingers and his mole screen came up on his scanner. His jaw zipped wide open and dropped. But that's not possible, he exclaimed. He tapped the screen with a red finger, but the facts didn't change. His moles had completely and utterly vanished from the game. Chapter 48. Welcome to hell. Please do evil carefully through our village. (laughs) Ex-police constable and ex-alive human John Wilkinson was the receptionist of Hell Town Hall. But he didn't call it that. He called it a massive plush gold building with red fancy drapes, but if you looked behind one you would find a crack and Dr. would come out. (laughs) Ex-PC John Wilkinson had hoped for a cushy job in heaven, but he was here because of some silly technicality. Mm. Turned out you can't just put people in prison because you don't like the look of them. <laughs> technicality, yeah. XPC John Wilkinson's new job was to sit behind a desk and answer the phone and stuff like that, with his hands and ears and appendages like that. <laughs> Whenever someone rang the bell at his desk, he would say, What have we here then? Because most habits are impossible to shake off. Unless your habit is wanking, in which case it's really easy to shake off ha-ha bonk. (laughs) Today, however, would be the day he did indeed shake off his habit, for when the bell rang at his desk and he looked up, he couldn't say, what have we here then? Because there was nobody there. After two trips to China, one to Russia and eleven to Australia, the living dead went the wrong way humanoid mole people had finally gone the right way. Two weeks of drilling, with shovels later, they'd successfully hit the Earth's core. Here, they performed super special drilling with mallets and had broken through. (laughs) Yes, they had left the game board and they were at last in hell. Locating his old friend and accomplice in genocide had proved pretty easy for Veltar Yogg. 
For as the living dead moles wandered the gold-paved streets of Helltown, there were posters everywhere with Elandrovin's face on them, accompanied by the slogan, Elect Elandrovin, and you'll be laughing all the way to the Bandan. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It is, but it's actually really convincing mm. for like how adverts and cover like some. I can absolutely believe some advertising guy going. I've like like coked up off his face, going. I've just done. I've, I've, <laughs> I've got the best idea. idea for your campaign slogan. I've, I, I didn't. I know I didn't tell you first, but I've had all the material printed already. It's electoladravin. <laughs> You'll be laughing all the way to the band, Dan. That was, was You're it? definitely getting elected. Uh, that's the, the the thing in the in, in all of this that I probably thought the longest about because I was trying because <laughs> I knew I'd go, you'll be laughing because like he's trying to he's, he's uh, these campaign promises that you're going to be laughing. Oh well, yeah, that's the yeah. Thing, so I you'll be laughing. Like it makes sense, yeah. And so, good. but I was going, what can the ba- what can the bank thing be? And right, I was going, right. should I write in something where he's going to give them all money? But yeah. they already got money and everybody's rich. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what can it be? And then I remembered his name was Bandan. Brilliant. In fact, well, I'd written uh, elected Landrevin in Bandan, and you'll be laughing all the way to them. I was like, what could it be? And I saw his <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, so, uh, so I didn't. I didn't even realise that. The, I forgot that laughing was yeah. his campaign promise. So actually, that's an even better joke than I thought. <laughs> well, Hooray! Two yeah. pies. For two me. pies for you. <laughs> Presently, the moles reached Helltown Hall, a huge gold building with red drapes and a crack behind them, and Doc Troop coming out, <laughs> and they approached the reception desk. The man behind the desk ignored them. Hello, said Veltar Yogg, but the man didn't look up from his crossword. Veltar Yogg spied the bell on the desk with the sign which read Ring for Assistance, and Veltar Yogg rang for assistance. The man looked up. Hello, we'd like to see the mayor, said Yogg. The man frowned and seemed to stare right through Veltar Yogg. Hello, excuse me, we'd like to see the mayor. Are you going to reply to me, or do I have to eat your face off? The man didn't reply, merely frowned some more and then returned his attention to his crossword. Veltar Yogg hammered on the bell some more. Hey! Hey, you! Presently, a lady blurk came scurrying from the back office. Her name was Sandra Pupkiss, and after being ironically run over a week or so earlier, she had been sent to hell for a crime worse than genocide. Being an adult who reads comics. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, if this in this mythology, hell sounds pretty good. I'm going to vote for Eladrin Bandan. You're going because you. And I'm. I'm you're going to go because you read comics. Yeah, no, that's. I understand that. But when I get there, I'm going to vote for Eladrin. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to be laughing all the way to the Bandan. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> uh, crime worse than genocide. Being an adult who reads comics. <laughs> Not like me reading my Terence Dicks novels. I'm a proper grown up. Yeah, yeah. Which. Interestingly, uh, one Spider-Man comic against a Terence Dix novel, the Spider-Man comic has more words in it. (laughs) Yeah, probably so. (laughs) Oh, Mr Wilkinson, sir, (laughs) she said. What have we here, then, said John. Aren't you going to deal with the visitors, sir? Visitors? What visitors? said John. The visitors, she said again, without further explanation, but pointing across the desk. Did she always have that voice? What, Sandra Pupkiss? She yeah. hasn't spoken she before. Not? Okay. Mm. Was she not in the elevator? Who was in the elevator with less? That was Moolerina. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary characters. No, no, I, I should have just used Eric, but I uh, didn't. I thought we'd have to, he'd have to have a conversation about how he'd been murdered by these people like, yeah, a few weeks ago. I yeah. should have done that, but I didn't. No, um, I don't want to carry on. If I'd have redrafted it, that would have happened, but I didn't redraft it. <laughs> the visitors, she said again, without further explanation, but pointing across the desk. EPCJW followed the line of her finger. Illy, 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 but there's nobody there, young filly me lass, he said. 
You can't see them? asked Sandra with surprise. Look, there's loads of them. Loads of who? asked John. Humanoid mole people. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. No, 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 no. <laughs> this won't do at all. First Eric and now you. How many times do I have to tell people there's no such thing as living dead humanoid moles? You have clearly been drinking and I need to lock you up. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe hit you with my truncheon a few times. Knock some sense into you. I'd quite like to knock some dead into you. Oh, but you're already dead, so regular knocking will have to do. <laughs> Even though he had been murdered by one, PC John Walkinson was so bullheaded he still didn't believe in humanoid mole people. Good. In fact, he disbelieved so hard, such was the magnitude of his doggedness, that he couldn't even see them. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I meant to say dwarves, sir. There's loads of dwarves here. John Walkinson turned back to the room to see lots of short people. <laughs> and one incredibly tall, five-headed one. <laughs> Illy, willy, willy, he said. What have we here, then? Presently, the moles were led up a grand, a grand staircase yeah. and into the mayor's office, where a Langevin was sat doing mayor things. <laughs> you dear, said PC John Wilkinson, the mayor isn't here. I'll go and find him. Because <laughs> he's a humanoid mole. He's a humanoid mole. Hilarious. Well. Yeah. No, it's good. Once he had left, a Langevin, <laughs> once uh, PC John Wilkinson left, a Langevin leapt to his feet to greet his fellow mole kind enthusiastically. Yeah. Good day, fellas. Veltar Yog, my old gabber. What a bonza <laughs> delight to see you here, said a Langevin. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, said Edgerall. <laughs> I've brought us to Australia again. <laughs> Good. No. Yeah, are you sure? <laughs> Doesn't sound very Australian. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, yeah. Just doing my impersonation of you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. No, this is my good friend, Alangevin Bandan, said Yog. The very man we're looking for. That's me, all right. And you're most definitely not in Australia. You're in hell. You can tell quite easily, of course, because nobody in hell wears any clothes. <laughs> on account of all the flames burning them off, if you do do. <laughs> now, what can I do you fellas for? We want washing machines, said poor Santa Nedra. <laughs> ah, then you bang out of luck. Since we don't wear clothes, we have no need for clean your clothes in the machines. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, you could make one, though, couldn't you, said Yog. Or a million. You could make a million washing machines. Yeah, yeah. You're good at that type of thing. Unfortunately, as I am now mayor, it's illegal for me to operate any other business on the side. <laughs> and immoral, let's, let's just say. And immoral. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Do Donald Trump began, began Yog. Hey, have some respect. This is hell, not America. We have standards and morals here. Yeah. Yog and the others looked penitent. Oh, good. That means kneel and then do forward, do a forward roll, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just remembering, I saw the end of a last That's last crusade. crusade at Christmas, and he goes, "What's the penitent man? Penitent man? Penitent man? Penitent man? The penitent man kneels before God, and he kneels and then he does a forward roll." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. the penitent man kneels and does a forward roll before God. That's what he should have said. It would be better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, we're whispering the penitent man kneels and does a forward roll before God, but rolls rolls towards God. Now I'm afraid I can't help you, me old drongos. Ah, pity poor, poor Stanton Edgerall. He'll starve to death and never get the chance to show everyone how gad he is. <laughs> Aren't you guys already dead? You're right, said Yogg with concern. We're going to starve to double dead. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea who might be able to help you. They've all got gruff voices. Hello, hello. Yeah. Oh, please, we need washing machines before we double die, said Edgerall. <laughs> yes, who, echoed Yogg. <laughs> 
the single and only one person with more clout than me, the supreme underlord himself, Satan. Praise Satan! Praise Satan! <laughs> Praise Satan! Chanted them old people and went off in search of Satan. <laughs> what will happen next? The chicken or the egg? <laughs> fish! Fish people! What do you think fish were doing for a billion years before chickens turned up? Just holding it in and finally chicken comes first and, and the fish are all like, can I borrow an egg please? I need to give birth. <laughs> Find out next week on the... You know, every week uh-huh. I listen to our show and uh-huh. it's, you know, I enjoy it and it's fun and it makes me laugh and then it's over. Uh-huh. It finishes and you've got, oh, I've got to wait a whole week oh, before no. I get another show by us. And wouldn't it be nice mm-hmm. if there were more shows I could listen to by us? Yes. <laughs> well, there are. Oh. In fact, you can get an absolute ton of them right now by joining our secret gang on <gasps> patreon.com forward slash man by cow. And like loads of it. Gret Binchleaf stories, <gasps> the secret gang podcast, Ooh. extended worst writer episodes. You could right now be listening to an absolute load of stuff by us and more things coming every single week. Just think about how much brighter your life would be with more of us in it. Mm. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Drill you later. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.